0: I was a uh, practicing clinician, working in a home health agency model. I wasn't allowed to dose my patients as per best practice guidelines. So I said, there's gotta be a way to do this better. My, my grandmother and my grandfather, I started seeing them going in and out of long-term care. It started personal seeing the sick side of 80, and now it's been exciting to be part of FOX. Light bulb moment, like that's a complete game changer. You can see what we can do as a practice and as treating clinicians to really make 80, 85. Looks so much different than it did back that long ago.
1: And boil it down into one say, it's quite simply this it's be stronger, live better longer.
0: Welcome to Fox Rehabilitation's Live Better Longer Podcast. The podcast dedicated to clinicians who work with older adults. My name is Jim Shear, and today my co-host is Fox physical therapist Shweta Khanna. Shweta, welcome to the Are podcast. We- Thank you. This is rare because we've actually met each other in real life. A lot of times on the Live Better Longer podcast, it's just a whole virtual thing, but we met, I mean, we've corresponded through email, but we met like a couple of months ago. Yes. In Cherry Hill, New Jersey.
1: Cherry Hill, New Jersey, yes.
0: (laughs) And did I bug you about doing a podcast or did you approach (laughs) me? I probably bugged you.
1: (laughs) No, I think it was pretty mutual. Nobody Uh. bugged each other. (laughs)
0: Because a lot of times when we're together at home office, I'll say, hey, you should do a podcast. And like, what? Hold on. What? All right. So it was mutual. So that makes me feel better that I I didn't twist your arm. (laughs) No, you did not. Okay. So today we are going to talk about nutrition in senior living communities. Yes. To me, another fascinating topic. I love talking about food and it's interesting because in senior living communities you know you want to keep those older adults healthy by exercising a lot of people maybe don't take into consideration that nutrition plays a huge role in that of keeping them healthy
1: absolutely yes so when we when we talk about health you know there are definitely uh, there's more than one component to it of course exercise and physical activity is a huge huge component of it but also Unless and until we kind of complement that with adequate nutrition and balanced diet, you know, uh, we won't be able to see the results that one uh, expects to see. So, you know, when we talk about balanced diet, you know, like what is balanced diet? You know, Google defines balanced diet as a healthy diet that maintains um, or improves um, someone's overall health. To me, balanced diet is not, not just about what to eat there are three components to a balanced diet. It's what you eat, how much do you eat, and when do you eat? You Ooh. have to think about all these three things when you're talking about a healthy healthy diet and a healthy lifestyle.
0: Now, so what, break- what you're about to go into today, this also yeah. applies for people who may not consider themselves to be older adults, correct?
1: Exactly, yes.
0: So everyone listening should be taking notes right now, <laughs> including me, which I'm doing. <laughs> Because what, what perked me up was when you said, when you eat. I was yes. like, really? All right, but but you you do your thing. You said, what you eat, how much you eat, when you eat. Continue, yes. Shweta. Yes. Don't let me get you're, in your
1: way. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> I I will appreciate you getting in my way. So please, um, you know, uh, just ask questions, you know, interrupt okay. me, stop No, me, I will. I to. will. That's
0: my style. <laughs>
1: So I'm going to break down these three components um, as we talked about what to eat, how much to eat, and when to eat. So talking about what to eat, a, a nutritious diet should comprise of your macros and micros, which your macronutrients and micronutrients. Macros are pretty much your basics, your carbohydrates, also known as carbs your
0: mm-hmm.
1: proteins, and your fats. And then micros are your vitamins, your minerals. Typically, for a healthy diet for an average, um, you know, human adult, a healthy diet uh, would comprise of fifty percent carbs, thirty percent protein, and twenty percent fats. And of course, maintaining the hydration status—you know, drinking enough water throughout the day. Okay, wait, and can we I go back? It- so
0: it's carbs fifty percent, mm-hmm. protein thirty percent, yes, fat twenty percent.
1: yes when we talk about the water content so for every pound one weighs an ounce of water for that so if someone if someone weighs 100 pounds 100 ounces of water is ideal for them in a 24-hour period Mm, Okay. a half ounce is also good a half an ounce for every pound one weighs but ideally if one can shoot for an ounce for every pound that's that's ideal okay so coming back to how much to eat, Okay. again, you know, the definition of balanced will will change from individual to individual. It's not it's not one size fits all. Right. Mm, OK,
0: it,
1: it really depends on what what your lifestyle, what your activity level is and what your goal is. You know, it's kind of intertwined with what you're trying to achieve. Are you trying to gain weight? Are you trying to lose weight? Are you trying to manage your blood glucose levels if you're if you have diabetes? are you trying to manage your salt consumption if you have congestive heart failure you know so it really it's it's very tailor made depending on what your what your needs are typically wh- how you calculate how much one should eat in a day or how many calories one should consume in a day so you you take how much you weigh and then you multiply it with a certain number so let's say a person weighs about 100 pounds so we'll keep we'll keep 100 that you know okay. as our, as a, as our example So if one is obese or like sedentary lifestyle, you multiply your weight by 10. If someone is averagely active, you multiply your weight by 12. And when I say average active, how do you define average active? Average active is 30 minutes of exercise two to three times a week. And then if someone's very active, you multiply that by 15.
0: So Shweta, uh, if anyone notices that the audio is a little bit different, My internet is completely fried. So we have now switched over to telephones like they used to do in the olden days of podcasting. All right. Sorry to cut you off, Shweta. So continue.
1: So if someone's active and weighs about 100 pounds, their average calorie consumption in a 24 hour period would be 13 multiplied by 100, which is 1300. So if one's trying to maintain their weight that should be the number of calories that they can consume or should consume in a day okay now if a, if someone's trying to lose weight then you subtract 500 calories from that and that should be your calorie consumption and then again, if you're trying to gain weight, then you add 500 calories to your uh, ah. what your average calorie consumption should be. Where this 500 comes from, like it's not just some arbitrary number. The 500 comes from the fact that one pound of fat weighs 3,500 calories. So if you divide 3,500 by seven, that's 500. And that's how those 500 calories come in the calculation. So if you're trying to lose, you cut down by 500 calories. And if you're trying to gain, you add 500 calories in your in your daily consumption.
0: And then is that losing a pound? Would you lose a pound a day or how does that break down?
1: Yes, good question, for, Jim. It's Probably
0: different for everyone.
1: So this, the, if if you're following this particular formula that I just talked about,
0: mm-hmm.
1: then you're losing a pound per week.
0: Oh, per week. Okay.
1: Per week. Yes. And that's the that's one of the healthiest, uh, you know, uh, weight loss um, criteria. like if you're losing a pound a week, if you subtract 500 calories in your in your daily consumption, you one tends to lose a pound a week. Okay. And again, um, you know, again, continuing with how much to eat, you know, if, if you can measure and eat great. But if, if measurement is not available, if it's not an option, approximation, estimation works, works fine too. So just to give you some examples, like a woman's fist is about half a cup of vegetables.
0: Is that half a if cup you're of vegetables?
1: Consum- half a cup of vegetables, okay. yes. If, if you're eating an apple, an apple should be the size of a tennis ball. Like, if you're eating an apple bigger than that, then that's, that's more calories that you're consuming. Okay. So a tennis ball should be, like, is, is the size of an apple. Mm-hmm. The end of your thumb is about a serving of mayo. So that's your fats. Okay. And then one deck of cards is about one serving of meat, which is about three ounces.
0: Like, how much should we get in a given day? Like, fruits, vegetables, meats, carbs...
1: If one is just trying to maintain where they are, you know, 50% carbs, 30% protein, okay, uh, and then uh, 20% fat. But if one's trying to build muscle, then you need to have a lot more protein than one would need the carbs. So uh, it's it's not it's not really one size fits all. It really it. depends on you know what how much you weigh, what your lean body mass is. Uh, what your fat percentage is, uh, your body fat percentage is. And based on that, you'll plug in some numbers and, um, you know, you can get exact grams of proteins and carbs one, one should consume. But ideally, like if one's just trying to maintain, it would be 50% carbs, 30% protein, 30% fat. And then, of course, it will vary depending on what one is trying to achieve. Okay. And when we are calculating our, our calories or how much we need to eat, another thing that we, we actually don't give our senior residents enough credit for is the technology. Uh, a lot of them actually are very technology, uh, are inclined towards technology and would use it. Use it. Uh, most of the people do have smartphones these days, so you can actually download these apps, um, you know, MyFitnessPal or Macros or HealthifyMe, and you can actually put put in whatever you are eating and the app actually calculates for you uh, this should be your intake you know this is what you've already eaten this is the amount of carbs you have left for the day so it will do all those nice calculations for you um, so you know share those resources with the patients um, let them know about these apps and you know uh, and and you know that'll definitely uh, be helpful
0: and that leads us into the third step right when, yes. when to eat Now, why does that factor in? Because you you, you always hear things like I've heard things throughout the years where it's like you shouldn't eat fruit after two o'clock and you shouldn't eat this after seven o'clock at night and you should only eat this between this hour and that hour. So why is it important Mm -hmm. when we eat?
1: it's it's important when when we eat is because our our body's metabolism is different uh, you know throughout the day because we're active mm-hmm. you know we're we're up on our feet we're moving around so you're actually able to digest things quicker you're actually able to you know you're able to burn those calories a lot more and especially if one has like any underlying uh, medical conditions like which a lot of our patient population does like diabetes. Mm -hmm. So if you're having something, uh, having a snack, which is really high in carbs, that will definitely increase your fasting blood sugar levels. So avoiding carbs late at night or late in the evening um, would would be really good. Like avoiding snacks at night would be the best way to go, but if one eats really early um, uh, dinner like really early in the evening and then has to have a a bedtime snack, choosing a healthier option like you know walnuts or almonds or like celery would be a better would be would definitely be a better choice than you know eating a bag of chips or eating pudding or something like that. Um, you know there's an old saying uh, which you know for like they say for breakfast, eat like an emperor. For lunch, eat like a prince. And for dinner, eat like a beggar. So really kind of, (laughs) yeah. I always
0: thought like you would go big during lunch, but you're saying go big for breakfast.
1: Go big for breakfast because that's your fuel for the day. Like, you know, that's the first meal that you consume. You're active throughout the day. You're, You're able to burn those calories a lot faster. And also, you know, let's say you want to, and like just to give you an example, you know, like eating bananas, Mm -hmm. You know, if you think about it, it's a fruit, it's considered healthy, you know, but bananas is like, it's not the healthiest fruit to eat. But again, depending, like when you eat a banana can also affect your, uh, your metabolism and, and your sugar levels. So if you, if you choose to eat a banana before the workout, it's much better because you will be burning up those calories.
0: Yeah. You sent me a list of the glycemic index And the ones that are super high, watermelon, pineapple, cantaloupe, raisins, mango, banana. Yes. And then I like there's a little sidebar, and I think you may have written a note, and it says... Yes, it is high on the glycemic index, but it is better than cracker and chips.
1: And, and you know, if, if you're not struggling with if a person's not struggling with or, you know, does not have diabetes, it's okay to eat fruits. Because fruits have something called as fructose, which is which is a natural sugar. Uh, you know, it's not any extra sugar added. Fruits have their own sugar. But for people with diabetes, how much fruits they consume can also be a big uh you know that can play a very important role in how how well their blood sugar levels is is controlled so fruits are good and then if you if someone does have diabetes then you really need to watch out like what fruits one is eating so maybe like an like apples would be great but you know the as you said watermelons are really high watermelon has like a gi index of 72 i think uh and then pineapple is really high up there also pineapple is 66
0: you know it's crazy swetha Dates, More? and I know a lot of older yes. adults who eat dates. It's, 100, yes. it's 103 on the glycemic Index. Ice cream is yes. only 61. Yes. So for, yeah, some people, have... for some people, is it better yeah. to eat ice cream than dates? And
1: dates, yes. For some people, yes. Because dates do have a very high GI index.
0: Question about fruits. Someone yes. once told me that whenever you eat fruits... You should eat those first. So let's say if you're having breakfast, you should eat the fruit first because it digests better or something. And then someone also yes. told me that you shouldn't eat fruits after 2 p.m. Is that an urban yes. legend? Is that a conspiracy theory? Why, why would we not want to eat fruits after, say, 2 p.m.?
1: Uh, so yes, you're so fruit. It's always uh, it's always recommended to eat fruits earlier in the day, in the earlier part of the day, because fruits, as I said, they do have um, their own sugar. So it fruits do come with fructose, which is fruit sugar. So it, it, and fruits also have carbs, you know. Mm-hmm. So and, and that's why. So the, the the lesser carbs one eats as the day progresses, the better off one is. That's why.
0: So. I want to talk about treating an older adult patient. So mm-hmm. here at Fox, we treat a patient for a certain amount of time. So Shweta, mm-hmm. how do you educate them and make good nutrition a part of their lifestyle?
1: That's that's very important, you know. And you know, I took a class once, Jim, where the instructor said nutrition is not an opinion, it is it is science. So true, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So I feel like just talking to our patients about, you know, everything that we've talked about so far and really emphasizing it, it's that it's not really about going on a diet. It's about mindset. It's about lifestyle, you know, so not implementing those changes for like a week or a couple of weeks, but really kind of thinking about your lifestyle, thinking about the mindset, eating healthy throughout the year and staying active. And then also, you know, just when I talk about eating healthy, you know, a a lot of times i hear people say oh i get bored you know how much broccoli can i eat (laughs) or you know how much cauliflower can i eat so then you know a dietitian once said you know don't get bored get addicted you know (laughs) get 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 addicted to good food get addicted to exercise
0: (laughs) yeah because we we all slip up like I'm yes, sure, sure we could bounce around from senior living communities today and a majority of older adult patients would want ice cream. I want ice cream right now. Mm-hmm. So we all want to eat foods that aren't good for us. So how are you able to moderate with patients? How do, how do you yes. sell this to them?
1: So I would say, you know, just, you know, we all slip up for sure. You know, we all have cravings and it's okay. It's okay to have, you know, to to have a cheat meal. Like those are totally fine. I would say moderation is the key, you know, just kind of, you know, if you're really craving that chocolate cake, have it. Just maybe have a smaller portion. You know, and also kind of managing your calories throughout the day. If you know you have big dinner plans, you're going to be eating out, you know, just maybe having a really healthier lunch, you know, just kind of just maybe maybe having a salad or some, you know, a a lot more protein for your lunch. So you can save those carbs and save those calories for dinner, like eat for your brain, not for your heart.
0: (laughs) You know, Shweta, do you have any like real life examples where maybe you treated an older adult patient who had a terrible diet and you were able to get them on a good diet. Absolutely.
1: Yes. So we have a, a gentleman that we, that I was working with, uh, in a scene and, um, you know, just really, um, very poorly managed diabetes. Uh, and you know, um, uh, Uh, obese you know uh, so uh, but again it was really lack of lack of education you know Uh, so we talked about what things to eat like you know and and we talked about the plate system with uh, for patients with diabetes you know eating your healthier vegetables first then followed by little portions of rice little portions of pasta and avoiding avoiding desserts at all and if you have to have a dessert like if you really maybe having dessert once a week as compared to you know all seven days a week so we made those minor changes we talked about that stuff we also talked to the director of nursing we talked to the executive director the food services director like we educated the kitchen staff because really like i'm not present with the person the whole day or or especially in the dining room you know so we we even talked to the the servers so anytime you know the patients like you know he was slipping up like even the the kitchen staff would go and remind them you know Mm -hmm so so just making those making those little changes and then he ordered like these almonds and walnuts and you know got some string cheese in his apartment and so he was snacking on a healthier foods as compared to snacking on like and he was eating like tons of bananas because in his mind he's like oh it's banana it's, it's healthy it's al- yeah, just yeah. fruit you know it's just fruit but yes it is fruit but it also has carbs it it also has sugar and another important thing that we had to we had to talk him through was a lot of people, with, especially with diabetes, they think they see sugar free and they think it's all good. Mm-hmm. You know, but but it's very important to remember that sugar free is not carb free. It's still sugar. It's still carbs. So you really don't just have to cut down the sugar, but you really have to cut down on the carbs.
0: So Shweta, this is going to sound like a, a bad dad joke. But you need balance, right? And that's why it's for called sure. a That's why it's called balanced diet. diet. Yeah. Yes, yes. But you, you, know, you yes, bring up a great sure. point with education and strategy because just speaking with you today, I'm like, okay, like I'll cut off at seven. I'll have my three meals. I'll kind of strategize my calories. If I am going to go big for lunch or dinner, then maybe I'll go a little bit light for breakfast and lunch. And then Mm -hmm. I also also learned today that you can go big for breakfast, which I usually don't do. I usually go small for breakfast. Mm. Strategy, education, balance, and then you always got to put exercise in there. Like,
1: Oh, for sure. That's the key. Yes. All right. Yeah, that's the key. Like, yes. Yeah. Exercise, as I said, it shouldn't be something. It should be just part of your routine. Like you brush your teeth every day, you exercise every day.
0: So, Shweta, let's take a quick break. I have a a couple more questions to ask you. You, You've got some time? Sure. You 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 got a couple minutes? Yeah. You don't have to, like, treat a patient in the next few minutes?
1: (laughs) Yes. After we're done, then I will start treating. All right.
0: (laughs) So more with Shweta next on Fox Rehabilitation's Live Better Longer podcast. So as Shweta and I grab a quick drink of water, which is healthy by the way, very healthy to stay hydrated, I wanted to tell you about a brand new video series that you can find on Fox Rehabilitation's career site. It is called The Fox Five. It is a series that explores the world of Fox Rehabilitation through an original list created by a Fox colleague. So each Fox colleague on each episode, they pick a topic and then they give a one through five list. And it is a great look at what we do here at Fox Rehabilitation. So if you would like to check out an episode, once again, it's called The Fox Five. You can find it on our career site, careers.foxrehab.org, and click on the blog link. And if you're interested in working with Fox Rehabilitation while you're on the career site, find out about all of the opportunities awaiting physical therapists, occupational therapists, speech language pathologists, and exercise physiologists. We are back on Fox Rehabilitation's Live Better Longer podcast. I am speaking with Fox Physical Therapist, Shweta Khanna. We are talking about nutrition in senior living communities. And everything that you broke down today applies to any age. Strategy, balance, exercise. Do all the math, like with the calories, if you want to gain weight, if you want to lose weight. Great information today. Mm -hmm. So, Shweta. Thank you. Can you take me through the ideal day of eating and exercising? Let's just go through the perfect day. And by the perfect day, I don't mean just eating like fruits and vegetables, like sneak some sweets in there, sneak some activities in there. What would be like the the perfect day in your world?
1: You know, some people choose to exercise first thing in the day, some people choose to exercise later in the day. And either or is fine. You know, it's just really whatever you prefer. So you eat your breakfast, you know, you want to have your cup of coffee. That's fine. Um, You know, if you're, if you're, um, you know, have your cup of coffee, maybe have some boiled eggs, um, you know, have a piece of bacon, have a piece of toast, have some avocados. You know, an avocado toast is great. You get your good fats. You get your, um, you know, choose a multi grain bread, a health, you know, or a gluten free bread option. Uh, that's always healthier um, for a midday snack. Maybe you know, choose a protein bar or choose a, you choose a string cheese. I would say, or or maybe even Greek yogurt. Okay. Um. You know, I always put like almonds in in my yogurt. Whenever I do eat yogurt, I put like tons of uh, walnuts uh, or almonds in my yogurt. And that way, you know, it's not because sometimes almonds and walnuts can get dry. Um, so if you mix it in yogurt, you know, it just, I mean, just, it just works for me. And then another tip I have for my listeners is like, I hear that with my patients. Um, they say, well, walnuts, I do like walnuts, but they're so hard to chew. Like they're high to bite on. If you actually soak almonds in water for a, for a few hours, about four or five hours or overnight, you can actually peel them. And then whatever's like the white part of the almond is actually, it gets very soft and it's much easier to chew.
0: Hmm, okay
1: When it comes your lunch So, you know, having, you know Of course, your carbs And your vegetables So, again, eating your vegetables first Eating your protein first And then saving um, saving the smaller portions of rice and your pasta or, you know, whatever, whatever, or noodles, whatever you choose to have. Um, for dessert, you can always have, you know, like a, a one small piece of dark chocolate. And then, you know, for your afternoon snack, maybe, you know, have some uh, nuts or like, I, I usually save my protein bars for the later half of the day because I like to work out in the evenings. Okay. Um, so have, having having that protein right before my workout is also good. So I do that. And then, you know, I work out in the evening and then, you know, you can have another snack uh, uh, after your workout. A lot of people um, choose to drink protein shakes. Um, you know, if that works for you, that's fine. And then, you know, a light dinner, like as I said, carbs, cutting out carbs um, after seven in the in the evening would be ideal. So, do you, eat so after really, you,
0: do you eat after you work out?
1: Yes. So I eat my dinner after I work out. Okay. Yes.
0: Shweta, last question. What is your... Food vice. What is one food? You know, it's not great for you, but you gotta sneak it in. And sometimes, oh God, maybe yes. not even sneak it in. Sometimes, maybe you indulge with this food. What is it? It's a chocolate cake. A dark chocolate cake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: that's easy. I can, I, I can eat chocolate cake. Like, I mean, I try not to. You know, like I, I do try to like moderate and tell yeah. myself. You know, like uh, my we just celebrated my daughter's seventh birthday. Um, So we had this huge chocolate cake with like whipped icing, like two of my, like I love chocolate cake with whipped icing and, yeah. you know, and so much left over. you know, but I've been telling myself, like I, I take a small portion of the cake and put it in my plate, you know, like I cut a very small portion and put it in my plate and I tell myself, this is it and you're not getting any more than that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I do? So I, I'm with you 100%. So if there's ever a party and there's a lot of cake left, I will always make sure to give a big chunk of it to guests. So there's only a little chunk for me. And I know that I can't overindulge because there's only so much cake left.
1: Yeah, that's another way to go for sure. That's why whenever I bake, uh, like I do, I I, I like to bake with my daughter. So whenever we make cupcakes, I always give them away because I know if I have them, you know, we'll end up eating them. Yeah. So it's all yes, give away for sure.
0: Strategy, (laughs) strategy,
1: strategy is the key.
0: (laughs) Strategy is the key for a balanced diet. Shweta, thank you so much for the time today.
1: Absolutely. It was
0: a pleasure. So for Shwedakana, my name is Jim Shear, and we will see Jens later.